Welcome to Sense of Self, the new perfume podcast from Ariel Shoshana. Are you ready to meet the self-declared Adam Driver of niche perfumery? Then meet the immensely pleasant Josh Meyer, founder of Imaginary Authors. Me too. This is so fun. I'm glad we're able to do it. Um, I'm especially delighted because we were supposed to have you at Ariel Shoshana for an event around May. And presumably, well, will probably not be happening. We know we're going to get you later, hopefully in the year. But this is... 100%. Absolutely. Now. Okay, we yeah. can't wait. But this, this will have to be our, our Josh fix to tide us over. Um, I cannot wait to get out there. I love doing events. It's going to be a blast. So we'll, I will definitely make sure it happens. Okay. I'm not super concerned about me personally. I just, I just want to make sure that everybody's you know, comfortable and happy and it's easy to get around. You're being a responsible citizen of the world. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what we would expect from you know, the man behind some of our new favorite scents. Um, can you tell us about this extremely original concept that's behind Imaginary Authors. Yeah, of course, yes. Um, Imaginary Authors, I came up with all of these different fragrances um, when I quit my job, uh, my previous job, which I was just, I was a real estate agent, I was stressed out, and I just never wanted to answer the phone. So I decided to like turn it off and just sit in the basement <laughs> and make perfume every day. And, um, it wasn't until I, I, I like uh, started working on the brand element of all these for all these perfumes that I was making, uh, in order to in order to like uh, market them and advertise them and give them names, and it didn't work. I had this I had this whole concept, and it just didn't it didn't jive. And so I called a friend of mine um, named Ashad, and um, I said, "What do you think of what what I'm doing here?" And he was like. No, this doesn't work. <laughs> I was devastated. And he said, on my way over here, I thought imaginary authors might be a good idea. And we could make the make the bottles look like books and we could help tell the stories of all these wild uh, perfumes that you're making. And then we spent the next three hours going over all, all the details and we still work together today. It's been like one of the best relationships in my life. It's phenomenal. So imagine... Authors did not come from like a secret desire for you to be a non-imaginary author. No, the idea was simply, I mean, like, um, you know, a handful of years ago, there was Frederick Mall and, and Le Labo and Byredo. And they're all very niche and in, 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 in distant from the world of perfume and Sephora, where they weren't, they weren't using, you know, wild bottles that look like a bust. And they were just simple and concepts. And I loved it so much because it stripped away a lot, all this like, all this like unnecessary marketing um, that, that didn't tie into the perfume. So I thought if we could tie the marketing into the perfume rather than like just use naked chicks or dudes with cowboy hats, then we might have like some value. Like if we could explore what was in the bottle with the box and the colors and the imagery, then people would like get a better understanding. It would be truthful. And, and, and the idea was just to make it as fun as possible. It's every, with every, yeah. Jumps out with imaginary authors is the sense of fun and whimsy, I think. And that's completely reflected in the fragrances too. 
Are you, to your knowledge, the first real estate agent turned perfumer? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't like, um, I miss selling houses. It was really valuable and it taught me a lot, but I don't, I don't know. I don't, um, I mean, I also made pizza for years and years and years. And I think of myself more in that, in that realm now than I was, than I was like, uh, you know, signing contracts and crossing out, you know, you know, you know, uh, you know, title and escrow fees and stuff like that. Are you the first pizza maker turned perfumer? I hope not. I hope everyone's out there making pizza. <laughs> we can't find flour. <laughs> so as pizza maker, real estate agent turned perfumer, self-taught, mm -hmm. of course, how did you teach yourself perfumery? Um, it's like, uh, not that hard. Um, I, you know, I started, I started buying all sorts of materials and, uh, just blending with them and playing with them. And, um, it's not hard to make something that smells good. If you, if you just buy some patchouli and a little bit of vanilla, um, get a little bit of, uh, a musk, blend them all down to 10% and start playing with sketches. It's like pretty easy to make something that smells good. Um, it's not easy to make something that has great projection and smells unique to the market and smells like something that you want to wear all the time or every day. Um, and that is what is the, is like the, the puzzle that I think perfumers have to have that, that they want to figure out how to fix. And that's, what's so exciting. It's not, it's like failing every, every day and trying to like, uh, utilize new materials and do this, do this over and over again. That's like really fun. What, what aspect of becoming a perfumer, learning these, these different, uh, techniques and experimenting, what have you found the most challenging? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Thank well, every perfume is a new challenge. And so, I mean, since I didn't go to school for it, um, you know, I try not to use the same materials over and over again. I try and find new things and create a new problem. And so I guess the challenge is really like the funnest part is trying to make it, you know, trying to make, make things that smell different and unique and interesting and fun. And yeah, that's the best part. I, I know that imaginary authors, no one could ever accuse you guys of being like too commercial in your fragrance yeah. formulas. Yeah. How do you, how do you balance being creative and adventurous with uh, a commercially viable product. I just make what I like. And um, that's been, that's been, I mean, I wish that I could make something more commercially viable, uh, but that's not really what my, my goal is. It's just to make fun, interesting, unique perfumes. As long as that keeps working, I'll keep doing it. It's, it's working at Ariel Shoshana. Awesome. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> Like I was making, you know, loaves of bread, you know, during this quarantine and realizing how similar that is mm -hmm. to not getting it right. And like thinking that you're making a change that's going to make it better. And that's exactly how it is with perfume is making all these changes and it gets worse. And then going back to the drawing board and trying again and again and again and making notes of all these different, uh, you know, adjustments and trying to get something that, that, you know, until, until you start improving and, and improving and then you'll go backwards. And it's, that's the way, that's the only way, that's the only way I can make perfume is trial and error over and over and over again, trying to figure out how to make all these components that, that, uh, 
don't make any sense come together. Yeah. So how are the quarantine loaves progressing? Oh, it's so fun. It's, <laughs> it's so fun. We're doing so many experiments with food and yeah, it's We're great. We're thrilled for you. What's, what's the most <laughs> successful experiment so far? We did a jalapeno loaf that I cut into last night. It's really good. Yeah. I, uh, I had some Trader Joe's pizza mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> really? Really? Awesome. Yeah. Now's the time. Now's the time to dive in, really get into some, you know, you know, box mac and cheese. If you add a shit ton of black pepper to mac and cheese, to craft mac and cheese. It is like a really elegant cacciato pepe. I will report back on this culinary experiment. Thank you. You have to try it. Yeah. Um, what are imaginary authors current bestsellers? Mm. I mean, ever since we started memoirs of a trespasser has been our bestseller, but not by a long shot. And um, that is, that is what is so wild is, it's, it sort of works seasonally. So we'll have like right now, St. Julep is like just going crazy. I, I mean, love. Yeah. I mean, particularly during quarantine, for some reason, we're selling it so much. I like, I'm like running low. Uh, I'm looking at, I'm looking at all of our stuff, like doing the link stock. And, um, Oh, is Kate there is, is, uh, a studio around us? Can we, can we get a little peek? Oh yeah, absolutely. Of course. Um, after uh, memoirs in St. Julep right now is generally Cape Heartache, uh, Sun Drunk, Telegrama, Slow Explosions, and Yesterday Haze. And those kind of all kind of sit really close together. Um, none of them is like a, even memoirs is not like so dramatically uh, far, far ahead of any of the others. Mm. Um, is that a kitty cat? Oh, that's cute. <laughs> and, uh, Zelda perked up at the mention of St. Julep. <laughs> yeah, so what's interesting about Imaginary Authors is some of the, the least sellers. So so for us, um, uh, the O Unknown is probably one of my favorites from the line. And I think it's our least, our least selling fragrance. Um, and the same thing happened with Cobra and Canary. The Cobra and the Canary a couple of years ago was our, was, and then all of a sudden there was a resurgence. And I don't know if it was in leather perfumes in general, but holy smokes, it just came back with vengeance. So I don't know what makes that happen, but wow, is it interesting. And then for me, it's like, uh, I just try not to get attached to those trends because I want to make stuff that really lasts a long time. The soft lawn is going to get its reformulation and I'm going to show you it's new. It's new. So each time we do a, a new formulation, we'll have a new book cover so that it, it identifies, but it's going to be a lot, a, a lot richer and fuller. Uh, but still bright and light. Well, it's, 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 it's really, really good. I'm really excited to get out there. It's a challenge. Let me show you a couple other things we're working with. Yes, this is, please. This is uh, what I want to come and visit with. This is the limited edition. Ooh, what do we got? And this is, uh, it's called Decisions, Decisions. Uh, yeah, it's, a tu it's tuberose. And the idea was tuberose with the sarsaparilla accord. Um, it's sarsaparilla uh, uh, is sort of like a mint. Um, vanilla uh root beer dr pepper experience so uh i'm blending that with uh, geranium and labdanum and jasmine and raspberry and uh, it's <laughs> it's wild i the, the reason it came to be is because i bought a, a kilo of uh jazz of um tuberose absolute 
and it was six thousand dollars and i'm never going to do it again so i'm just i'm just gonna i'm just gonna make this crazy perfume with it and um try try and get some of the money back and have and have like a really wild unique uh tuberose perfume Okay, so we have a new soft lawn. We have decisions, decisions to look forward to. What else is in imaginary near future? Uh, we're going to re-release uh, Bull's Blood, and that will look like this here. Ooh. I, I see, I see a, a cape situation <laughs> happening. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, and it's it's such a fun one, but the one of the materials that is 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 very specific to Bull's Blood has been discontinued. So I need to find a way to make it without one of the one of the which is a costus material. I think this is one of the really fun parts of niche perfumery is you get a level of transparency that you're never going to see from you know your Dior or from your. Uh, yeah even yeah and it's fun to reveal it it's fun to like it's fun to show the you know the the background and talk about what what makes these things happen uh you know it's not just it's not just like magic and fairies it's like it's like we can all do this stuff i i don't know if we all can but we're glad that you're doing it <laughs> okay last question josh what which imaginary author sent have you been reaching for most often while you've been quarantined you know honestly i i almost never wear my own perfumes what uh, yeah i i mean i i always i i'm always wearing uh new experiments and so during this time i've been experimenting a ton so i've got a lot of different little projects that i've been like testing and and going over and um and wearing i mean i don't i don't even use uh, like paper strips when I am testing the sketches that I always use my own skin. Um, so I've got lots of fun stuff to wear. Um, I've been wearing the new soft lawn formulation. Um, oh, unknown is probably my favorite to wear at home in the evening, but I don't, I, I mean, I, I try to like, it, it's, I'm always, it, it takes me out of my element because I'm, I think, does that smell right? Does that, is everything correct with this? Could I have done something differently? And I, I can't, I can't do, I can't do that. So. Oh, go into like self-analysis. Yeah. It doesn't like put me into relaxation mode once it's out there. So I like, don't read any reviews. I can't, I can't stand, I can't, even the good ones. It's like, it's like impossible to read. I've heard Adam Driver say the same thing. <laughs> would, you, would you call yourself the Adam Driver perfumery, Josh? Uh, I don't know enough about him to, to, to say, but I, I like his, I like his style. Um, it has been such a pleasure to chat with you today about imaginary authors. We could not be more excited to smell the new soft lawn. Well, yeah. thank you for your time and your culinary advice today, Josh. Thank you. <laughs> My pleasure. So fun to out with you. Join today. It's great yeah. to, to get to talk with you. Thank you, guys. You too. Have a great day. Bye, Ariel. Let's do it again soon. Bye, Josh. See you then. Thanks for listening. Spray in touch with Sense of Self at arielshoshana.com 
or on Instagram at Arielle Shoshana.